Welcome to the IT Privacy and Security Weekly Update for the week ending September 13th, 2022. Oh, and Brad Pitt. From tweets to whistles, we're here to make some noise. You get the latest from Washington, D.C. on what it has, where it lives, or where it came from, and why the U.S. Navy can't say anything more about UFOs. We serve you a fix that really whacks and a new telecom project that will leave you looking at your phone like it's a tin can with a piece of string attached. You'll be amazed by the magic of meta with two completely different types of disappearances and one appearance. Then there's the letter to the U.S. Federal Trade Commission begging them not to let Amazon buy your vacuum cleaner company. Finally, we end with why that long commute to planet WASP-39B might not be such a good idea after all. You want it? We got it. Come get it. Oh, and then there is Brad. And for our first story out of the U.S. from Ars Technica, Twitter agreed to pay whistleblowers $7 million in their June settlement. Twitter agreed in June to pay roughly $7 million to the whistleblower whose allegations will be part of Elon Musk's case against the company, the Wall Street Journal reported Thursday, citing people familiar with the matter. The settlement was completed days before Peter Zatko filed his whistleblower complaint in July. Mr. Zatko is the hacker who was Twitter's security head before being fired in January. In his whistleblower complaint, Mr. Zatko accuses the company of failing to protect sensitive user data and lying about its security problems. Twitter's confidential June settlement was related to Mr. Zatko's lost compensation and followed months-long mediation over tens of millions of dollars in potential pay. Such compensation agreements aren't unusual when an executive departs a company prematurely and leaves behind potential stock options and other money. As part of the settlement, Mr. Zatko agreed to a non-disclosure agreement that forbids him from speaking publicly about his time at Twitter or disparaging the company. So what's the upshot for you? Congressional hearings and governmental whistleblower complaints are two of the few venues in which he is permitted to speak openly, and he certainly did during the hearing today. And here it comes in our second story out of the U.S. from Gizmodo. Twitter doesn't know what data it has, where it lives, or where it came from. Ex-Twitter security chief Peter Zatko lambasted the social media company on numerous fronts in a congressional hearing and made it look like a hot mess. Twitter received a shellacking on Capitol Hill on Tuesday after its ex-security chief Peter Zatko told a room full of senators that the company is essentially an insecure hot mess infiltrated by more than one foreign government spy. Convened by the Senate Judiciary Committee, the hearing covered a range of serious allegations against Twitter made by Zatko, who in July sent a 200-page whistleblower complaint to federal agencies and lawmakers. The former employee, who was fired in January, called out Twitter on numerous fronts, claiming that the social media network had long-standing and basic cybersecurity failures that made it vulnerable to exploitation, that executives prioritize profits over security, that Twitter doesn't know what data it has, where it lives, or where it came from, and that employees have access to too much user data and too many systems. So what's the upshot for you? 
Well, from Republican Senator Chuck Grassley of Iowa, this quote. So let me be very clear. The business of this committee and protecting Americans from foreign influence is more important than Twitter's civil litigation with Elon Musk in Delaware. If these allegations are true, I don't see how Mr. Agrawal can maintain his position as CEO at Twitter. Our next story again, out of the U.S. from Vice.com. U.S. Navy says all UFO videos are classified. Releasing them will harm national security. The U.S. Navy says that releasing any additional UFO videos would harm national security and told the government transparency website that all of the government's UFO videos are classified information. In a Freedom of Information Act to request response, the Navy told government transparency site the Black Vault that any public dissemination of new UFO videos will harm national security as it may provide adversaries valuable information regarding Department of Defense or Navy operations, vulnerabilities, and or capabilities. Essentially, no portions of the videos can be segregated for release. So what's the upshot for you? Space aliens get better privacy from the U.S. government than its own citizens. Our next story, again, out of the U.S., from Safe Trade. Selling your car on Craigslist? Listen to this first. Nearly all U.S. states now have designated safe trading stations, mostly at local police departments, which ensure that all transactions are handled in plain view of both the authorities and security cameras. These safe trading places exist because sometimes in-person transactions from the internet don't end well for one or more parties involved. Many of these killings involved high-priced items like automobiles and consumer electronics, where the prospective buyer apparently intended all along to kill the owner and steal the item offered for sale. Others were motivated simply by a desire to hurt people. That's not to say that using Craigslist is uniquely risky or dangerous. The vast majority of transactions generated by the site end amicably and without physical violence. And that probably holds true for all of Craigslist's competitors. Still, the risk of a deal going badly when one meets total strangers from the internet is not zero. And so it's only sensible to take a few simple precautions. For example... Choosing to transact at a designated safe place, such as a police station, dramatically reduces the likelihood that anyone wishing you harm would even show up. So, what's the upshot for you? Think this is us being a little paranoid? Visit http craigslistkillings.blogspot.com where somebody has actually cataloged transactions that have gone very badly. Our next story is global. Fix for Redbleed Wax Linux VM performance by up to 70%. Performance regression in Linux kernel 5.19. A VMware performance engineering staffer reported the virtualization giant's internal testing found that running Linux VMs on the ESXi hypervisor using version 5.19 of the Linux kernel saw compute performance dip by up to 70% when using a single virtual CPU, networking fall by 30%, and storage performance dip by up to 13%. Then, VMware testers turned off RetBleed remediation in version 5.19 of the kernel, and ESXi performance returned to levels experienced under version 5.18. Because speculative execution exists to speed processing, it's no surprise that disabling it impacts performance. 
A 70% decrease in computing performance does, however, have a major impact on application performance that could lead to unacceptable delays for many business processes. So what's the upshot for you? VMware's tests were run on Intel Skylake CPUs, silicon released between 2015 and 2017, that will still be present in many server fleets. Subsequent CPUs addressed the underlying issues that allowed the RepBleed and other Spectre-like attacks and don't have the problems. Our next story is global from CNBC. Google spins out secret high-speed telecom project called Alaria. While Google declined to offer details about Alaria, such as how long it's been working on the technology and how many employees are joining the startup, Alaria said in a news release that its mission is to manage hyper-fast, ultra-secure, and highly complex communications networks that span land, sea, air, near space, and deep space. The company says it has laser communications technology on an exponentially greater scale and speed than anything that exists today. Alaria's software platform has been used in multiple aerospace networking projects for Google. Alaria, pronounced Alaria, said it has an $8.7 million commercial contract with the U.S. Defense Innovation Unit. The company will be led by CEO Chris Taylor, a national security expert who has led other companies that have worked with the government. Taylor's LinkedIn profile says he's the CEO of a company in stealth mode that he founded in November. Alera's board of advisors includes several previous Google employees and executives, as well as Vint Cerf, Google's chief internet evangelist, who's known as one of the fathers of the web. Google will retain a minority stake in Alaria, but declined to say how much it owns and how much outside funding the company has raised. Google said earlier this year it transferred nearly a decade's worth of intellectual property, patents, and physical assets, including office space, to Alaria. Alaria's light laser technology, which it calls Tight Beam, claims to keep data intact through the atmosphere and weather and offers connectivity where no supporting infrastructure exists. Tight Beam radically improves satellite communications, Wi-Fi on planes and ships, and cellular connectivity everywhere, the company said. So, what's the upshot for you? 5G? Satellite SOS? Forget it. Tight Beam. Now that's the one we want on our phones. And the first of our two disappearing acts from Meta. Facebook button is disappearing from websites as consumers demand better privacy from CNBC. Until about a month ago, shoppers on Dell's website looking for a new laptop could log in using their Facebook credentials to avoid creating a new username and password. That option is now gone. But Dell isn't alone. Other big brands, including Best Buy, Ford Motor, Pottery Barn, Nike, Patagonia, Match, and Amazon's video streaming service, Twitch, have removed the ability to sign on with Facebook. It's a marked departure from just a few years ago when Facebook login was plastered all over the internet, often alongside buttons that let you sign in with Google, Twitter, or LinkedIn. Jen Felsch, Dell's chief digital and chief information officer, said people stopped using social logons for reasons that include concerns over security, privacy, and data sharing. So what's the upshot for you? The disappearing login is the latest sign of Facebook's diminishing influence on the internet following more than a decade of spectacular growth. In the past year, the company's business has been beset by Apple's iOS privacy change, which made it harder to target ads, a deteriorating economy, competition from short-lived video service TikTok, and reputational damage after a whistleblower leaked documents showing Facebook knew of the harm caused by many of its products. 
And with that in mind, you'll love our next story coming to us from the Wall Street Journal. It's global again. Facebook parent Meta cuts responsible innovation team. Meta Platforms has disbanded its responsible innovation team, which was once a prominent piece of its effort to address concerns about the potential downsides of its products. The team had included roughly two dozen engineers, ethicists, and others who collaborated with internal product teams and outside privacy specialists, academics, and users to identify and address potential concerns about new products and alterations to Facebook and Instagram. So what's the upshot for you? The team's demise comes at a tumultuous time for Meta as it contends with a precipitous slowdown in its core digital advertising business that has prompted it to slow hiring in recent months. The responsible innovation team was to have had a formative role in future company products, beginning with encouraging newly hired engineers and how to think about potential downsides to what they built and then consulting on the design of specific products. Well, not anymore. Our next Meta story is global and comes to us from Twitter. Meta's next-gen Oculus headset kit left in a hotel room. Meta is expected to launch the next-generation VR device at MetaConnect, a virtual event scheduled on the 11th of October. CEO Mark Zuckerberg and other top executives will discuss the company's vision and latest progress in building the metaverse, which the beleaguered business sees as its next big thing. Then, you heard about the units that were forgotten in a hotel room. The video and images on Twitter don't give too much away in terms of hardware or performance, but do suggest the secretive headset developed under the codename Project Cambria will be named the MetaQuest Pro. Although the box was labeled engineering sample, both the finish and the packaging suggest that this is the final version rather than an earlier prototype. The headset is black plastic with gray surrounds for three cameras on the front of the device. These are expected to allow the Quest Pro to mix both virtual reality or VR and augmented reality or AR content. The features? It's a standalone device. It has high resolution graphics, external cameras, a mix of virtual reality and augmented reality. So what's the upshot for you? Apparently, Apple has a similar headset ready for release, but where Facebook is predicted to sell their unit at a loss, Apple's will hit your wallet a lot, a lot harder. Our next story out of China from Gizmodo. China accuses the NSA of hacking a top university to steal data. China claims that America's National Security Agency used sophisticated cyber tools to hack into an elite research university on Chinese soil. The attack allegedly targeted the Northwestern Polytechnical University in Xi'an, not to be confused with the California school of the same name, which is highly ranked in the Global University Index for science and engineering programs. The U.S. Justice Department has referred to the school as a Chinese military university that is heavily involved in military research and works closely with the People's Liberation Army, painting it as a reasonable target for digital infiltration from an American perspective. So what's the upshot for you? In this particular case, the NSA unit appears to have used 41 different hacking tools to break into Northwestern Polytechnical and steal data. One such tool, dubbed Suction Char, is said to have helped infiltrate the school's network by stealing account credentials from remote management and file transfer applications to hijack logins on targeted servers. 
According to China's National Computer Virus Emergency Response Center, traces of suction char have been found in many other Chinese networks besides Northwestern's. And the agency has accused the NSA of launching more than 10,000 cyber attacks on China over the past several years. Our next story out of Russia from Google. Former Conti ransomware gang members helped target Ukraine, Google says. A cyber criminal group containing former members of the notorious Conti ransomware gang is targeting the Ukrainian government and European NGOs in the region, Google says. The details come from a new blog post from the Threat Analysis Group, or TAG, a team within Google dedicated to tracking state-sponsored cyber activity. With the war in Ukraine having lasted more than half a year, cyber activity including hacktivism and electronic warfare has been a constant presence in the background. Now, TAG says that profit-seeking cyber criminals are becoming active in the area in greater numbers. From April through August 2022, TAG has been following an increasing number of financially motivated threat actors targeting Ukraine whose activities seem closely aligned with Russian government-backed attackers, writes TAG's Pierre-Marc Bureau. So what's the upshot for you? One of these state-backed actors has already been designated by CERT, Ukraine's National Computer Emergency Response Team, as UAC-0098. But new analysis from TAG links it to Conti, a prolific global ransomware gang that shut down the Costa Rican government with a cyber attack in May. Our next report out of the U.S. from Ars Technica and ADL. Leaked Oath Keepers list includes hundreds of police and dozens of elected officials. As reports tracked a string of violent events leading up to Oath Keepers' involvement in the January 6, 2021 Capitol riots, it remained difficult for outsiders to discern just how effective the nonprofit group's recruitment really was at targeting people with real power. Then, in fall 2021, the distributed Denial of Secrets published a massive data leak revealing names and addresses of 38,000 Oath Keepers and donors. Sorting through the data, the Anti-Defamation League Center on Extremism, COE, saw an opportunity to cross-reference public data on listed members and map out approximately how far Oath Keepers has come in furthering its mission to establish a secure foothold in mainstream seats of power throughout the U.S., Last week, the COE identified 373 people in the Oath Keepers database believed to be active law enforcement officers, 117 people who seem to be currently serving in the military, and 81 public officials who either currently hold or are running for public office in 2022. So what's the upshot for you? Now, in an interactive map, you can see just how close you are to this particular group's members. Our next U.S. story from Gizmodo. Letter to the FTC. Please kill Amazon's iRobot purchase. 26 organizations sent an open letter to the FTC's five commissioners on Friday. The groups view Amazon's acquisition of iRobot, which they described as a competing smart home device business, as an anti-competitive action that could harm the overall consumer technology market. Amazon seeks to unduly expand its market power by eliminating a competitor through acquisition rather than through organic growth, Group wrote. The company also aims to minimize fair competition by exploiting consumer data not accessible to other market participants. That consumer data refers to detailed video footage of customers' homes and floor plans constantly sucked up by iRobot's Roomba and other home devices. 
that type of data is potentially well worth the $1.7 billion U.S. that Amazon intends to spend on the company, if for nothing else than to determine more useful merchandise to sell you through its main business. Privacy advocates, however, fear Amazon, which already has smart devices hooked up in about a third of U.S. households, could potentially misuse that potentially sensitive data. Critics, including some U.S. senators, warn we've already witnessed a version of this through Amazon-owned ring-sharing user data with police without its owner's consent or a police warrant. There is no more private space than the home, the letter reads. Yet with this acquisition, Amazon stands to gain access to extremely intimate facts about our most private spaces that are not available through other means or to other competitors. While Amazon's recent acquisition attempt is significant, the group's warn Amazon's iRobot deal amounts to a symptom of a larger problem. Amazon's business model largely relies on acquiring rivals, sometimes in adjacent markets, and then rapidly expanding through anti-competitive predatory pricing while leveraging vast troves of consumer data to grow its overall grip on the economy. To bolster that point, the groups pointed to Amazon's 2018 acquisition of smart doorbell maker Ring. Within three years, Ring transformed from a successful but growing product to the undisputed king of smart doorbells. That sudden market annihilation, the groups argue, was only made possible through Amazon pushing the product through its ubiquitous e-commerce platform at below market price points. So what's the upshot for you? We think more consideration might be given to something that maps the floor plan of your home, takes photographs to supplement that data, and then is used to sell you more throw pillows. Can you imagine anything more controversial than throw pillows covering every surface that used to be suitable for sitting on? Ah! And our last story this week comes to us from futurism and outer space. Scientists found genetic mutations in every astronaut blood sample they studied. When they examined decades-old blood samples from 14 NASA astronauts who flew space shuttle missions between 1998 and 2001, researchers found that samples from all 14 astronauts showed mutations in their DNA. The specific mutations, as identified in a new study published in the journal Nature Communications Biology, were marked by a high proportion of blood cells that came from a single clone, a phenomenon called clonal hematopiosis. Mutations like this can be caused by exposure to excess ultraviolet radiation and other forms of radiation, including chemotherapy. In this case, researchers are suspicious that the mutations may have been the result of space radiation. So, what's the upshot for you? This highlights the importance of regular checkups, especially if you are chaperoning your relatives to other planets so you can have some privacy. And our quote of the week... You should know who has your personal data, what data they have, and how it's used. You should be able to prevent information collected about you for one purpose from being used for others. You should be able to correct inaccurate information about yourself. Your data should be secure. And while it's illegal to use Brad Pitt's image to sell a watch without his permission, Facebook is free to use your name to sell one to your friends. From Eli Pariser. That's it for this week. Stay safe, stay secure, tell Brad we didn't mean it, and see you in seven. Do you remember the day I leaned up against your car? And it started rolling down the street. You screamed and ran after it and tried to open the door and it ran over your foot. And